everybody. You know what it is. Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in a world full of haters, who's going to do it for you? I'm your host, Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges, along with my co-host, state your name, brother. Steven, City P. Watson, a.k.a. City P. And together, that will make us the brothers. Uh-huh. Now, tonight, man, we got a good show, a slap of a topic popping off, because we got a lot of stuff that's been happening, man. Hashtag slap of topic. We're going to get that patent. But before we do any of that, we got a little bit of something mm-hmm. we like to call it. Town Hall Business. What's up, brother? First of all, shout out to, of course, my loving brother, unfortunately, who's no longer our residential DJ, JMC. I say no longer because he recently moved out and he is back on his own. So shout out to JMC. He's still our, on our official brother's DJ. Always, always. Always and forever, brother. I love you, man. Also, shout out to our brothers, brothers, partners, and the brothers uh, platform. If you haven't heard that new episode of At My Mama's Table that dropped yesterday from Young Ryan Watkins, please keep a look out. Peek that shit. I heard it was popping, man. It was popping. I wish I was there. I wish I had an opinion on that one because it yeah. got real in there. It did. Also, shout out to a brother, Reggie Price, who I could be wrong, but yeah, I, I doubt it. it. Man, he's had a lot of say about that Aisha Curry situation that's popping off real quick, too. You know how he is. He yes, like yes, that. yes, yes, yes. And, of course, shout out to our fans out there. Shout out to people who support us, watch us, even on live or on replay. We appreciate all the love. For all the love. All and the in case you haven't noticed, there's a little link. If you want to send a generous donation to us so we can get the ball rolling more, the link to our PayPal is up there. PayPal.com slash The Brothers. Damn. Now, like every other week, I like to give a shout out to all our affiliates. So, shout out to WIAN Radio in Memphis, Tennessee. Shout out to UBN Radio in Chicago. Shout mm-hmm. out to Scene Chicago. Shout out to iHeart, iTunes, and everybody that you can catch the brothers on. Mm-hmm. We ain't nothing but a Google away, people. Also, go and check out the brothers' blog where we be popping mm-hmm. off with the best and the latest articles, man. Mm-hmm. From urban culture to urban awareness. Go and check that out for the people. Yes, yes. I think I might be done, brother. I think we might be done. Uh, right. So, let's start off with a little bit called What's Really Good Out Here. What's Really Good Out Here, man? So, I'm doing this one little topic up. So, I want to give a special shout out to one of, a good friend of mine, Miss Jennifer Williams. I saw now, you. If you don't know what we're talking about, this is a young lady called I'm Trying, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know, a year ago, a certain lady, like Jennifer Williams, posted a little tweet to a certain NBA player, Portland Trailblazers student guard, C.J. McCollum. And this is after a little bit of a podcast around he had when he had Kevin Durant on his podcast about how they was, you know, how Portland can't beat Golden State. This is about a year ago. Which is true. Which is absolutely So Jennifer came on and came on Twitter and followed the uh, podcast and replied back by saying, how about y'all win a playoff game first, then talk? And ain't it something that one comment can lead to a person appearing in Oracle Arena? Yes. Doing an interview. Uh huh. It's the beginning of the game, and CJ McCullough looking at him like, "Yeah, you kind of fine." Uh huh. Uh-huh. But he might have said that. But you don't want big us because it takes one tweet, and that's you know what you're a social media media star. So out shout Thank out you. to you, Jen, and shout out to CJ for making that happen, Chicago. Hope we get back to playoffs from there. And shout out to Dame Little for getting his shit stolen at the end of the game by Andre Iguodala. 
they gonna make another uh, father stretch my hand Kanye thing because I've been loving that man like have y'all seen that David Lillard <laughs> no Kawhi Leonard in a beautiful morning uh-huh. yes, morning baby and then next you know the ball drops they <laughs> the ball drops talking truth is I'm tired <laughs> I'm tired of you David Lillard just looked as sad as hell he's like ah oh. <laughs> why you really like that so shout out to all that. Shout out to that. And also shout out to the Bucks and the Raptors. Hopefully we, you know, that's gonna be a good series. Yeah, man. They're gonna get it. Does it come on tonight? Or? Yes, it's on tonight. Oh so shoot, we man. Gotta we gotta, we gotta wrap this up. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. It's gonna be brief. Mm-hmm. Also, another point we wanna bring up is Miss a good friend Aisha Curry's back at it again. I don't know that. Re- okay. <laughs> well, basically now Aisha Curry had made another point uh this past week when she talked about her being biracial. And the fact that she's using her biracial ethnicity as, well, not using it, she's basically explaining her biracial ethnicity is kind of a, a double-edged sword in her life because she's not considered to be black enough. I believe she needs to take a couple of months off. Well, maybe I'm, being like, well, maybe I'm not saying biracial, being biracial is like that. Okay, maybe I'm going to take this a little bit out of context. She basically says she gets a little bit of flack for not, in her mind, not being black enough. What I'm trying to figure out is why is she steady talking? Like... I can understand you have an opinion like everybody else, but look, her man in the playoffs, right? right? She's already been a distraction. Why she got to keep being a distraction until it's a man? Because the thing is, I feel like we said before, I don't think she would get this much notoriety had her husband not been in the playoffs. Because I think nobody would even cared about it that much. So you think she attention hungry? It's starting to look that way. I'm starting to think this lady is like at one. It's either that or she's trying to run damage control and trying to get sympathy and brownie points. But running damage control don't mean she keep on talking, man. She need to just chill out, go somewhere, sit down, do some gardening. Actually, do me a favor. Tell her. Do me a favor. Tell her what you always said that black people should start doing more. Shut the fuck up. There you go. That's all I should have to do. With love, because. Protect your man, man. Protect your husband. He out here trying to get it, 241 million, trying to win another championship, and you out here being a distraction. He probably can't even go home right now. This nigga probably living in the Hyatt or something. Right but now. she probably don't care. That's about her feelings. That's the realest. That's the realest. That's about shit her feelings. I don't mess with She don't about, care. That's about her feelings. <laughs> and last, real quick, to wrap that segment up. Uh, man, you've been watching Game of Thrones. I watched a couple of episodes, man. I saw that. The, the, ultimate, the ultimate heel turn of all heel turns, and that came out of nowhere because that's what a lot of people have been crying about. Right. Daenerys and her dragon went and tore up King's Landing well, in the middle of a war. You can't you can't keep fucking with people. You know they 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 tend to snap like that. Like she burned that shit <laughs> to the ground. Oh. I mean, nobody would say army, women, children, everybody, dogs, dogs, cats, blacksmiths, horses. Prostitutes, uh, monsters, a pimp named Slickback, oh, everybody, James Harden beard, man, uh, Dennis Rodman earrings, yo, uh, Tupac nose ring, ah, everybody gone, man. Can't believe they found Tupac's jewels ring in thirteen hundreds. Slim Doug's forehead, I don't know why man. his forehead looks like that. Even Cersei couldn't get. Even Cersei was trying to run. She was trying to run, and you know she pregnant and all that. She like nah, nah. You catch the fade too. She caught a lucky phase though. She caught rocks. Phase all around though. That is phase all around. It was a rock or a glock. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Big up to you. You keep on killing people and stop sleeping with your sibling. That's disgusting. Ew. But you know what? There was a point that one people people have been making that uh, daddy's little acts and actions throughout these seasons is kind of like an embodiment of white feminism. What you mean by that? Because they seem that it's almost like you're trying to use this little bit of a level of preferential treatment for yourself as to say that because of your stature, because of your history, that you should have a little bit of a... What, leeway? Leeway, or should I say, what's the entitlement? Okay. So they kind of like making the correlation to like white white feminism. Well, you know, white feminism bleeds into everything that goes on in TV now. Yeah, well, obviously Game of Thrones is a clear Game place of Thrones, there. Game of Thrones ain't no different. Yeah, so apparently not. I want you to see the face, people. How y'all doing? <laughs> I wish I could see the beard. The beard's looking luxurious, but I'm too mm. far away. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, you can't really see my beard right now. right now. But shout out to... Uh, why am I shouting out a Game of Thrones fictional character? I don't know why you shout out that. We're off, I'm off the subject now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, you get started. I'm done. That was all, that wraps up. What's really good out here? Can we get into some non-fictional things that's happening in the world? Some real, real, we kind of do wish it was non-fictional at this point. Listen. Uh, at this point, the, the arguments is becoming, I wish it was non-fictional. Listen. I wish it was non-fiction too because we're dealing with a situation mm-hmm. that is literally taking away a right for a woman to decide what she wants to do with her body. Right. And the biggest thing, if you've been living under a rock, you may not know. But if you've been on any type of social media, any type of TV, watch TV, then you have heard what they have now done with the Alabama laws for abortion. Well, this is this is rough. This is rough for well. How you feel about that, man? Well, it's a rough, rough one. Well, let's explain explain a little bit what's happening. So Alabama this past week passed a bill that's basically criminalizing abortion mm. to the point where no matter what it is, even if it happens to deal if it's a case of rape or incest that now, see, they, the child. That's that's just too damn far right. There. That that is just gross and morally unjust and it's just like, I can't even fathom how you want to excuse rape and incest. Because at that point, it's not pro-life or pro-choice. It's pro-force choice. You've yeah. been forced in this situation. Yeah. I don't think nobody needs to be that. No. And, then, and even if you want to make a subliminal of basic abortion rights, mm-hmm. it's like you making the choice to see a, man, a woman should never, ever, ever abort a child because it's a sin. Well, see, it brings up the argument of pro-life versus pro-choice. Right, right, right. Because the thing is, is now when you're pro-life, you're all about that no child, no living being should suffer for a person's negligence, even what, if it's in the womb. What about if that human being is abnormal? What about if you've already detected that if something, you keep on going on with this pregnancy, this human being is not going to turn out to be normal? Mm-hmm. Isn't it more humane to spare someone torture when they become an actual person than to actually object them to I will subject them to what's going to happen to them mm-hmm. I mean like at, at a certain point man I believe that we got to keep uh, a choice because a lot of times we're doing it for the benefit of the person that don't know no better that might get here because mm-hmm. what about if someone has down syndrome but may have some type of um another genetic disposition whether that person has an immune deficiency what about that person is going to suffer what about that person is literally not going to live and everybody know it but because we got these pro what pro what is it 
pro-life versus pro-life? Yeah. No, I'm talking about with Alabama. Oh, this is the uh, pro-choice? Well, the thing is that Alabama is you're conflict, you're being pro-life, but you're taking more of an extremist turn, uh, turn with this. Right. Especially when you're dealing with the incest and the rape argument. Because the issue is, is that Okay, the origin behind this is that in Oklahoma back in 2011, they introduced a bill called the Heartbeat Bill. And under the Heartbeat Bill, it designated that if a fetus has a heartbeat, it technically should not be aborted. It's considered a living being, it should not be aborted. So, and that's what's bringing up this really big discussion that's going on is that what can you consider it the appropriate time to abort, whether it's alive? What can be considered as alive or not? Because mm-hmm. if it's still in the womb, there's not a physical being that can exist outside of the womb that should be technically considered to be alive. I think what people get like it confused that is, yeah. even though it's its own entity, meaning that embryo, people start to feel like. Be, even though it's in the mom's belly, mm-hmm. this is a human being. But just kind of how you said, I don't believe if a human being can't depend on just you, yeah. it's still not actually considered a human being. It doesn't have everything it needs in order to be a fully functioning person. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's in the mother's responsibility to make that choice. Because you can't bring a zygote into the world and it functions. You can't bring an embryo into the world and it functions. So when you just make anything strictly pro-life, you're taking all the existential circumstances out. All the rapes. Mm-hmm. All the incest. All the things that we don't like to talk about this taboo that can cause pregnancy. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, and let's just keep it 100% funky. Mm-hmm. What about if you got a 14-year-old boy and a 14-year-old girl? Now, they don't know what they're doing. They're just sitting there exploring each other's bodies. Mm-hmm. And they have a son. They have a kid. Mm-hmm. Now, you know that they're not going to be able to take care of them. And this kid is now not their responsibility, but everybody in their family's responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, let's say they're living in poverty. And in Alabama, that's one of the most poverty-stricken states there is. So, you're putting people in a situation that can cause more generational poverty mm-hmm. than it would prevent if you gave people pro-choice. I, I just, I don't really feel you should be doing that to people, man. What, what, you, what you think about that? Well, I don't... See, I, I agree with you on this one. And the thing is, it's, like, it's kind of a... Um, it's a conundrum in itself because there's an ongoing argument about this. And I don't understand why people have to assume that. I just be a basic friend. What do we consider as the right thing to tell a woman whether or not they want to have a child or not? I follow a great method, and I want to give a shout out real quick to Reggie because he brought up a good point, and this echoed in my brain. Uh, from a uh, relationship roundtable that we did about, it. and it actually it was a small point. We but this was brought up as a small point, but we, we really expanded on this. But he brought up a comment that was made by a great comedian that we just listened to earlier. Shout out, rest in peace, to Patrice O'Neill, where he said, "What to women? What you do with your own bodies is between you and God. That ain't got nothing, or lack of better, ain't got shit to do with us." And I've kind of followed that model because it ain't my business to tell you whether or not you want to be having an abortion or not. 
I understand there's a lot of people feeling like terminating the life is really wrong because it should be considered murder. That's this is the argument that's going on. Because in Repu- in the conservative lands on side, on the conservative side, they're talking about whether or not this is considered murder. Because technically, is if it's considered a living being, if it has a heartbeat and it's in a sustaining life, at some point to terminate it is to kill it. Well, see, this is what I don't. So like this now. is like this is. This all really don't like though, man. Real talk, okay. man. And we we ain't got to be formal about it, man. You go to war, you uh, kill people, okay? Yeah. The government kills people all the time. Prisons, death penalty, kill people. Why are you trying to be holier than thou and basically just say because I want this specific bill passed for reasons that we're not gonna get into? You know, this is you know yeah. they got an agenda with this stuff. But I want this bill passed, so I'm going to say it's murder. And we just completely forget about the context of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But we let all the other stuff go. The murders that happen on the streets all the time. Yeah. And we're, we're really going to sit here and just say, it's murder, it's murder, it's murder. To me, it sounds like mind control, to be quite honest mm-hmm. with you. It sounds like they have an agenda that they're trying to pass. It sounds like that it has nothing to do with babies. It sounds like it has nothing to do with women. It, it literally sounds like it has something to do with the... Um, Hmm. I wonder what what the hell does it have something to do with controlling the population? Oh, you know what I I heard something. What I heard? Well, I already know this. You know, they said that uh, by the year twenty fifty, um, the Caucasian population is going to be down to zero as far as the amount of babies that's happening mm-hmm. versus the amount of people that are dying. That means that if you can't make more babies then people are dying, then you hit zero, meaning you have no more reproduction and your race to die. So I've heard through the grapevine to a lot of places okay. that maybe this is about the fact that they got to get the white numbers up because mm-hmm. as, as, as low-key as it sounds, mm-hmm. white people going extinct out here in these streets. <laughs> That's always like absurd to think of in a way. They don't like to no, they don't like to talk about that. Yeah. But honestly, white people going extinct in these streets. There's not too many of them. So maybe this is more of a uh, you know a, a bigger scheme to actually control the Caucasian population mm-hmm. and not let it go. Right. Oh, I could be wrong. Well, we would be wrong. But here's the you know what, and this brings to the point because I wanted to bring up this point is that let's take a second step back real talk and think about these laws what well, these bills are currently bills they haven't been put into law yet these are the from Atlanta and Alabama and you know, Oklahoma's and all sorts so they're like I said these are bills right right first of all that Alabama bill and the attack is the Alabama bill was brought an argument about men trying to govern women's bodies, but let's be clear about something. This was a woman that created this bill that was passed by white men. Mm -hmm. Conservative white men. So, but we're going to see, we'll leave that as it be. Um, The point also is, is that it's technically, even though it's a bill, and matter of fact, there's also parts of the bill where it says, you cannot, if you try to get a doctor to terminate your baby, you can be convicted of murder. He can be, he or she can be convicted of associate murder. Y'all can spend 99 years in prison. Oh, let me uh, one up you on that. Okay. They also said that if you live in one of these states, mm-hmm. that if you actually try to go to another state yeah. to get an abortion, <laughs> you can, uh, what is that called? Um, conspiracy. 
conspiracy to commit murder. So wait, so basically, real they are dead serious about saying no. You can't kill this baby. It's a big no. Even if you don't want it. You can't kill it. That's what it sounds like. It sound like Lee, you no. better give birth to it and put it up for adoption. Mm-hmm. Put another another uh, parentless child in the system where they get circulated and get lost somewhere. We don't know. But it does make you think, bro, because it ain't like the government ever been for people. It ain't no, like it the government been. ever been. And this is just another form of government control. Now, right. back what, a little bit backpack what I was saying. These are still bills. Now, here's the thing about this. These bills haven't been made laws yet because there's one major component that is stopping that and it's a little bit of a verdict that's called Roe versus Wade now remember Roe versus Wade was a, was a United States Supreme Court ruling that took place I think around 1973 I think 1973 it was a Supreme Court justice ruling that legalized abortion that made this possible for women the reason why these bills are being passed now is more of a, a sort of, like I said, a conservative agenda to kind of push the narrative. Because the idea is, if there's enough states that allow and pass these bills to connect, condone this, then that would kind of force the hand of the United States Supreme Court to kind of overturn Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. So overturning that would basically outlaw abortion. Bam. And it's really kind of a disheartening thing, but it's starting to gain some real traction because, ah, you know what? There's a certain individual right now that may be an advocate of that. Who might that be? A certain individual that's certainly sitting on the Supreme Court, Supreme Court right now. Man, the old friend of ours, not really an old friend, but an old person. I don't, I, I we don't know, know he's not old friend. I don't know him. But a certain gentleman by the name of Brett Kavanaugh. I'm so sick of this. Brett fucking <laughs> Kavanaugh, who was, who was actually an advocate mm-hmm. for pro-life. You remember Brett Kavanaugh, right? I, uh, I do. Yeah, we all remember <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh. You know, he, the man who was accused of, me, accused of rape, well, pretty much we believe he did it, uh, was raping a couple of women on his way to being a Supreme Court justice. You may have not lost track of him because your ears to the ground the whole Bill Cosby thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but Brett Kavanaugh got elected into office. Distraction. Basically, that's what happened. So this is kind of like we're coming full circle with this situation now because now you got somebody that's going to support this movement in us. And you, I think you only need like four or five justices of the Supreme Court to right. get involved in this in order to bring this back up into trial and saying, we got a movement right here that's saying that we need to make this happen. Yes. And this is something like this is happening right now. Because this is the reason why these bands Can we do something we never did before? What's up? Can we take a Nipsey Hussle break? <laughs> Obviously, he vibes with this song. We gotta give y'all a minute to settle down for a second. Because this is a little bit of a tense subject. All right, we back. Five minute intermission. No, it's not five minutes. That's about a thirty second intermission. Thirty seven Nishi hustle break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people don't seem to understand how important this man was. Yes. Okay. But the point is, is that when these bills are legally challenged and they can be picked up in the Supreme Court, the justice will have to determine whether or not to uphold Roe versus Wade, or you have to set a new precedent. 
Now that new precedent would mean that they have to make alterations to the rule of the law or the ruling. So they, like, if for instance, whether or not we can include the concept of incest or rape or not, there's a suggestion of that. Whether or not we can have certain circumstances where they involve rape. And a lot, one person said it brought up an interesting argument because it is allowed it's a this rule that's designed to protect men. This conservative act. Um, Push, is a ruling designed to protect men who may be falsely accused of rape by using a baby or a fetus as a DNA testing to prove whether or not they're the father. Right, 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 right. Which, in my personal opinion, would bring to the idea of how fucking crass and stupid, stupid. you gotta be <laughs> to be able to use that as an excuse to make this is okay. And it's really rough to say this, but let's be realistic. Let's have a little a real conversation. You ever just hooked up with a girl and one thing led to another, y'all had sex? As much as this is kind of a bad conversation to have about this, you probably have been with a woman that you probably, you know, knocked up. Wow. Okay. Unfortunately. All right. And you have to be in a situation where now y'all have to make this uncomfortable decision. Whether it be a trick. Would you not be somewhat fortunate to have this decision to be made if you won't want to bring a child into this world? I know it's a really uncomfortable discussion to have, but would you be willing to comfortable? Um, would you be willing to have this discussion about whether or not to bring this child into this world? I believe most definitely when you start looking at the fact you make ten dollars an hour and you still live with your mom, and that was a joke. But the reality is that black people only got two point one percent of all the income in the United States, which means that you are broke and don't have the money to support more children, especially children that you frivolously made on a one-night stand when you went to shout out to Nitro. <laughs> shout out to Concrete when you uh, did that. So I, I understand, you know, my, my thing is mm -hmm. you have to give people the choice to make their own decisions. Once you start to control everybody's in all be all now you're starting to not become a government you're starting to act like god mm -hmm. and when you have a god complex inside of a government you have people that will regulate everything about you which is ironic which is ironic because they made such a big ass argument about separation uh state from religion mm -hmm. you know god and state church and state church and state basically have we made that discussion but it's interesting that you're using this whole argument of sort of governing and regulating women's bodies in the act of God sort of way. Right. It's God. It's, it's, it's an act of God. You're treating this as if it's a sinful act. Mm -hmm. Whether or not it could be just able to kind of subdue the idea that this may not be the appropriate time to have a child in this world. And the thing is, it's not really that much we don't understand what the conflict is because what this this really what the whole abortion thing about is it's about choice women are not trying to say we're gonna willingly go kill our babies because we don't want these babies they're just asking <laughs> <laughs> like that's the like why would they continue to believe i'm just gonna have a baby and then i'm gonna kill it that's how you that's how your female sound i guess <laughs> i want you uh <laughs> well, what do you think about going out on the second I'm gonna go get some cocktails, go see a comedy show or something. <laughs> I love you. I don't look like you like that. Man. No, but the, you what you understand, the point I'm saying is like, we're not trying, they're not asking for, let's automatically terminate babies. They're asking for the simply matter of a choice. 
Which is this is all this argument. It's about a choice. Whether or not you want to be willing to able to bear this child, or whether you're willing to terminate this child so that way it won't complicate that that child's life or your own or your significant significant other's own. It's just a matter of choice, which is all women are really at this point and everybody's pro-choice fighting about. Right. And I don't think that's so much of a big issue. It's not really a big issue at all. It shouldn't something that shouldn't have to be contested so viciously. But look at the world we live in. Yeah. Because, like I said, church and religion. Mm-hmm. I'm a church and state. Church and state. You know, that seems to be the correlation. It's almost like a large, large level of hypocrisy there. But do men have the right? <laughs> do men have the right to say yes and no when you're dealing with pregnancy? Because one thing we fail to realize is we've only been talking about one person mm-hmm. in this pro-life, pro-choice. Mm-hmm. And we always kill the other person that created the seed. I know they say women hold the seed, but we actually hold the seed. You hold the vessel, we hold the seed. Mm-hmm. So do the man have the right in order to say yes or no in this whole pro-life, pro-choice side of the game? And that's where the real, real tightrope walk comes in. Because even as we make this argument every single time about whether or not a man should have an input about this. Because the thing is that we always hear the argument, it takes two to, to have a child, it takes two to raise it. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't that mean is that if we're having a child in this world, shouldn't a man have a right to say whether or not I don't know if I want a child. And what if the woman says, well, I do want to have this child. So now we're at a conflict. Well, you ain't did the horizontal tangle by yourself, and you're not going to give that child what it needs in order to be a fully functioning adult by yourself, right. even though you feel you can. Right. So come on. So it's like, what do you really? What do you? What can you do? It's almost like, yeah, we certainly say, oh no, you can't have a right to govern my body. You don't get to tell me to make my decisions. What's wrong with you? And like I said earlier, said earlier this show, you. What you decide to do with your body is between you and God. Yes. That has nothing to do with me. But then, what happens if I am the father of that child? And what if I make the decision that I don't want to have this child and you decide to make the child? That's what happens all day, every day in America and all over the world. And it brings up, and if you continue to say you don't want to have this child, and guess what happens? Now we get something that, well, my good friend here already made it very loud and clear about that he's not very fan of. The whole child support thing. That starts to come into play. Well, I'll say that. You've been, you've been clear you're not a What man child. ain't in favor of, like, <laughs> this ain't me. What the? Well, I mean, well, I curse at you. But I was you banned up with I'm giving, Facebook, the, right? I'm giving you the correlation because you made the point. But I agree with you. It's like you know, I agree with you. About to throw a, a tennis ball. Why are you trying to come at me like that? I said agree with you. All right, but this, I'm not. But at the same time, it's like understanding that there's these factors that can come into play. And do you want to really put a, a child through that much stress with or not? Mm-hmm. Now, I understand there's a man coming to say, well, what if I want the child and she doesn't? You know, obviously that argument to be made. And unfortunately, this is, I feel like this is going to be a bit of a tug and pull situation. Because whether we like to admit it or not, there is only one person that has to bear the burden of 
carrying and producing this child. And that is the woman. So whether we kind of like want our feelings to be involved and want our direction to be involved, is really the ultimately the decisions up to the woman in this case. We don't have the power, we don't have the physical ability to produce a child, despite no matter what gender blending they try to do. Lord uh, forbid. Uh, we don't have the physical capability to produce a child. Only a woman can. Mm. So at that point, we're, it's really left up to that woman to make that decision. It's, it's almost like that's the whole point of this whole argument because there's this argument of basically coming from entitled men who are not happy with the fact that they don't have to have a decision in this process. So they're trying to make a law where it's saying, well, if you want to have a child, you better have a child to deal with it. Like, is this like a power control thing? Like, I don't understand this. It's always been kind of a power control thing. Because they know that the man in this situation is powerless. So it's always been a, a bit of a power control thing. So, but at the, so at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so let's basically make a stance right here. Mm-hmm. Would we be pro-life or pro-choice? I told you my stance. I told you I quoted Patrice O'Neill. So I guess that would kind of make me pro-choice. I'm actually not kind of. Yeah, I'm pro-choice. I believe you should have the right to make a decision. And I believe that I would be pro-choice too because yeah. I believe that it's your right to make a decision. It's your body. I just don't like the hypocrisy in the situation yeah. that the government really thinks you think that they are looking out for you when they're not. And I don't like the fact that this is actually just a woman thing and not dealing with the fact that the man is a part of the whole equation too. So, yes, I'm pro-choice, but I wish that we can include both parents. And I wish that we can tell the government to stay the hell back and let these two adults decide if they're going to have a baby or not. Because it's not up to the state. Because you're not God. There's no church versus state. There's no church blending with state. So you need to stay out of what's biologically between two people. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about it. And at the, time, at the end of this whole situation, the whole point is that we have a child, basically a fetus or zygote, mm-hmm. what can develop into a child that is developing. Yes. And we only got so much as a limited amount of time to fix this problem, to sort of make the proper decision. Yes, yes, yes. So I think the time of what, conception, from the time of conception to birth, or time to get a heartbeat is what, what six weeks, four to six weeks? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that really doesn't leave you. And the law kind of states is that from five. <laughs> I saw you. Hey, man. <laughs> well, nah, I'm not even explaining what he's looking at. Uh, <laughs> she's over here getting all types of distracted. <laughs> this guy over here, man. I'm not even going to say it. For four to six weeks. For four to six weeks is the time you can determine whether or not a child can be born. <laughs> so, or whether a child can develop a heartbeat. So, at the end of the time, it's like... And even if you can develop a heartbeat, you understand that they have to come up with enough money and enough time to make this procedure happen. Mm-hmm. So, they're not living with enough time, so you gotta kinda make the decision important. You gotta make it right. You gotta make it count. So, That's true. I don't know how much more you need to do. Like, I don't know how much of a stance we need to make other than, nah, fam, that's not cool. 
Bro, it said no, nobody, no, we got to do perform- You can't tell a woman that they shouldn't have an abortion. I'm sorry. They like, don't go to another state if they got to do it. That's their fucking choice. It's their body, it's their, it's their, body, their life, their decisions. Miha, miha, go do what you got to do, miha. They got to do what they got to do. It's in the best interest of themselves and the best interest of any person involved. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of pro-life people that might be upset, but I'm sorry. Miha, if you don't want to want the baby, you should not lay down with Hector, but hey, you go on. We understand that, okay? If you're willing to, I guess, to correct the situation, which is kind of a very crass and crude way, we still miss a crass and crude way. It's an unfortunate thing that has to happen, but still, it is what has to happen. That's true. So, all right. Well, I think that wraps up tonight's episode. Yeah. You got anything else to say about that, brother? I ain't got nothing. I think I said all about the say. Like, other than just, you know, be respectful. Be mindful of the decisions that you make about the situation because you're affecting not only your life but others. So please, please understand this before you make any decisions. Or wrap it up and let's just not avoid that this whole too. situation. <laughs> and don't make no bullshit excuse about, I don't like it wrong. It's, it's, it's tasty. Right. It's tasty. It's tasty. You know. But let's be responsible about this whole situation. Please practice responsibility. Let's be like a BET commercial. Yes. Wrap it up. Yes. No one is beautiful. Yes. All that thing. <laughs> so before we leave, we are going to turn up a song that I've never heard before, but I like the vibe of it. You're randomly just dropping a song. Yes, yes. I'm just randomly dropping a song for all my bonitas and boniquas out there, all my Dominicans and all my Puerto Ricans. And you have never heard this song before, ever. Never heard it before, but it's really catching my ear. And we're going to see you when we see you. All right? Please donate. PayPal link right there. Please check out our other affiliates at my mama's table. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Please hit the like button. Tell me what you need to do while the streams, real quick. Hurry, hurry. If you like it, go and hit that like button. If you love it, go and hit that share button. And if you're really enjoying it, go tell your mama now. We ain't nothing but a Google away. We're not going to have too much Puerto Rican music being played right now. I don't know if this is Puerto Rican music we're playing. Look, shout out to my Puerto Rican brothers and sisters. I love y'all too. But it's not like this is just random music being played. So on that note, we are out of here. Tune in next week. Peace.